Answer me this. Are you a morning person? Maybe an afternoon person? Perhaps you're a night owl. Perhaps you feel like you never really get, get moving. Well, regardless of how you would classify yourself, you deserve to have a morning routine that serves you, that sets you up for success. Now, before you, you start rolling your eyes and go, oh, I've, I've heard all about the morning routine stuff and all the things that we're all supposed to do and journal and meditate and yoga, and I just don't have time for that or I don't like it. Guess what? That is not what I'm going to tell you. Instead, I am thrilled to tell you about my annual free event coming up called Master Your Morning. And over the course of five days, 30 minutes or less each day, I'm going to teach you how to create your own unique morning routine based on two things, your unique personality type, and secondly, the realities of your home life, right? You may not have a lot of time for a morning routine, and that's what this free workshop is all about. So if you want to come join, head over to megansumrall.com forward slash master your morning. And I promise you at the end of it, you are going to have a completely different relationship with the morning. You guys are in for a real treat today because today I'm interviewing one of my favorite people, Jim Larson. Now you may be asking yourself, why am I interviewing a man when this is a show for female entrepreneurs? Well, you guys, if you don't know Jim, Jim is an entrepreneur, but also a spouse to another entrepreneur. And this conversation is going to be all about how to juggle being an entrepreneur while still being able to be present with your spouse. And if you know Jim, the conversation is probably going to take some twists and turns. So buckle up and get ready for some awesomeness. Welcome to the Work-Life Harmony Podcast. I'm your host, Megan Sumrall. I'm a former techie turned entrepreneur. I'm also a mom and a wife. And just like you, I'm juggling hashtag all the things while running multiple businesses and a family. Being a successful female entrepreneur doesn't mean you have to feel overwhelmed, exhausted, and stressed out. Gaining control of your time and calendar is all about learning a few key techniques and systems to better organize and structure your time. This is your show to learn from me and other amazing women how to master your time and organization to skyrocket your productivity so you can have work-life harmony. All right, everyone, welcome back to Work Life Harmony Show here. I am already excited for this show, and we're like two seconds in, <laughs> simply because I know any conversation that you have with Jim Larson is going to be amazeballs. And today, I think we're going to be talking about something that's unique. I don't hear a lot of people chatting about it much, but before we jump into it, I want to give you guys a quick background on how I know Jim. Let him introduce himself as well. So Jim is the co-founder in Power Partners Coaching, and he's also the author of The Green Ninja, which was a book that was a big catalyst for me to go do the big scary thing. So when I had an opportunity to connect personally with Jim, it was incredible. So Jim, why don't you tell everyone a little bit about yourself, and then we'll get into the meat of our discussion today. So I just love every conversation with Jim is amazing. Can you like tell my kids that or my wife that like that, that would be awesome if the people that were like lived in community with me felt the same way. It's that narrative, right? Like if you just grab a briefcase and walk and go 30 minutes away, like you're somehow an expert, but 
at home, it's it's not the same. <laughs> yep. It's awesome. Yeah. So guys, my name is Jim Larson. I run Power Partners Coaching with my partner, Jamie. We really exist to help people build awesome lives. That is the center point of everything that we do. And we really feel, Megan, and this is why I think you and I aligned so much, is we come from this same concept that achieving this life that you want doesn't somehow take more effort. And we all feel so so busy, so busy, so overwhelmed, pulled in a thousand directions. And so we think, gosh, I'd love to move forward, but how do I do that? I can't take on anything more. And what we've come to learn is that it actually, with focus, intentionality, time blocking, planning, it actually takes less effort to move forward than more. And for a lot of people, that's mind blowing. And so that's really come to become our platform. And really, I think yours as well here too. So I'm honored. I'm excited to be here. And thanks for inviting. Awesome. Okay. So I know a lot of my listeners, because they're mostly women, are probably going, I thought this was for female entrepreneurs. Why is Jim on here today? Well, it's a message that I heard him deliver a while ago was something I wished I'd heard way, way earlier in my entrepreneurial journey. And this is why I wanted to have this conversation with Jim, because Jim is an entrepreneur, so he knows firsthand that desire your business is your baby and you want to be in it 24-7. Ideas are coming. You want to keep your customers happy. And it is hard to sometimes stop working when you are pursuing something you're so passionate about. Jim also obviously is a guy and a spouse and his wife is also an entrepreneur. So he lives it, but then also sees it in his marriage as well. And one of the things I know I did terribly wrong when I was first starting to build a business while also juggling a career in motherhood was the fact that my phone was in my hand all freaking day long, including times I was supposed to be, you know, enjoying some time with my husband on the couch in the evening. Even if we're just watching a movie, it wasn't like deep conversation. I was still checking it all the time. And it really put a wedge in our relationship for a while. And I know I've heard you talk about this, Jim, when you've been talking to some groups of entrepreneurs. And so I'd love to hear your advice, your perspective on both a business owner and the person that's sitting next to the wife on the couch in the evening as well. Yeah, for sure. And I've definitely have, I've definitely lived both of those and come a long way. So I'm happy to just share a little bit. Are you into the Enneagram at all? Oh yeah. Number three. Oh gosh, aren't all entrepreneurs threes? (laughs) Okay, so I'm a three, through and through. And when you take an entrepreneur and you double down on a three, which is the achiever, then what you're going to find is this beautiful blend of someone who is going to kick ass. I don't know if I'm allowed to say that on your show or not, but who is going to kick ass, but also does not fundamentally know how to turn it off. And it's not even that they don't know how. It's that they don't want to. They don't want to turn it off. People have literally asked me, like, can't you relax? And I'm like, you don't understand. For me, work is relaxing. That is how I veg. It's how I recharge. I charge my batteries by reading, consuming, creating content, digging in like this. The idea of, can we go just like to a beach and what, lay there? (laughs) 
what what is the bird like at least give me a football to throw around like I have to be doing something and so you know I've looked at like why do I not have a lot of hobbies and I would get people in my life a lot of times like you need to slow down you need to slow down number one I'll just say for the business owners out there you'll never have somebody tell you to slow down that's in a position you envy the only people that are telling you to slow down are going to be people that are not in the place you want to be. The people that have achieved and are succeeding know what it takes and they're not going to be the ones to tell you to slow down. Okay. So that's number one. But then I would get these people that would tell me to slow down, to find a hobby. And what they didn't understand is that for me, I sort of, and this is how I justified it in my mind. I added the regular amount of time people worked And then I added to it the amount of time that other people spent on their hobbies. Because for me, my work was my hobby. And then I put that together. And so, yes, did I work a phenomenally long day? I did, but it was my work and my recreation. You weren't going to catch me out on a golf course. I don't golf. I create awesomeness. So that's like a hashtag right there. I don't golf. I create awesomeness. (laughs) I love that. But so when you, yeah, so especially when you take an entrepreneur and you take a three, you're going to put yourself in a position where it's very hard to turn it off. Mm -hmm. And so what I've learned is while that works for me, it does not necessarily work for those I'm in community with. And so especially in marriage, it becomes not about me and what works for me or even necessarily what I want to do. It becomes about serving her and meeting her needs, right? Isn't that the picture of marriage that we're supposed to each look at each other's needs and each work to meet each other's needs? In fact, we notice our marriage is so much better when we are each looking out for each other rather than each trying to fight to get what we need. When I'm fighting to give her what she needs and she's fighting to give me what I need, holy crap, that is amazing. Now listen, we're both still fighting, right? But we're switching sides to fight for the other person. That becomes a beautiful, beautiful place. And so I had to become very sensitive, knowing my addictive nature, knowing my drive, knowing my desire, knowing what that I loved being at work and working and not turning it off. I had to learn to be very sensitive to the fact that she just had phenomenally different needs and a lot of her needs centered around me being present. And so I had to learn that and I had to do all the things that you're, you're going to talk about, I'm sure in future shows. I know this is a brand new show for you, but in all your future shows, you're going to show people how to time block and how to create that space and how to create margin in their lives. And I've learned how important that is even for a three that loves to work. Having the space where you are intentionally not working is a really, really great place. And you only get there when you are intentional. I can say from a spouse perspective, and this was interesting. I've told this story before, but not on this show because I haven't been on this show before. So it's all (laughs) new content. There was an evening, let's go back, oh, I don't know, maybe a year and a half ago. And Sonia is my wife. And we were sitting, Sonia and I were sitting on our back deck, just enjoying a glass of wine together. And it was one of those rare moments when we were like looking off the deck and the kids were bouncing on the trampoline, like getting along. And we're like, what world is this? Like (laughs) rainbows and unicorns were flying through the air. (laughs) This is fairy tale world. Like this place we dreamed of, like the kids getting along. That sounds crazy. It's crazy talk. 
So they're getting along. And so we're actually just in this place where we're just enjoying conversation together. And it was rare. Like we didn't get that much. And I remember being in the middle of a sentence and her phone dings and she just looks away for just a half a second. She looks at her phone and then she comes back and she goes, oh, it was nothing. And I stopped right there and I said, ooh, no, that was something. That was something that communicated to me that you're only half present with me and you're half on call to your phone, no matter what comes through, even if by your own admission, it's quote unquote, nothing. Half with me, half on call, even for stuff that's nothing. And I realized, man, don't we all live in that space where we're only half doing whatever we're doing instead of being fully present? And I, I like you have talked to a lot of entrepreneurs. And number, first of all, working with women professionally is normal for me. I'm a nurse. That is by and large so still so a female. That's so opposite because my whole career was with men. So this has been a shift for me now working okay. with yeah. Yeah, for sure. So for me, yeah, professionally, I worked as a nurse with women and then I went into direct sales with a skincare company that was by and large with women. So for me to work professionally with women was just not a big deal. And when I would hear so often that, oh, they're trying to grow their business, but their husband isn't behind it. Mm-hmm. I would often look back at them and I would say, you know, so the reason he's not behind it isn't because he doesn't respect you or he doesn't want you having this business. It has nothing to do with that. It's that he feels jealous for your time. And so you started this business and now all he sees is this thing is taking you away from him. And he's going to be jealous to protect that. It doesn't matter what that is that's taking you from him. He's going to be jealous to protect that. And he should be. And you should love the fact that he's jealous to protect time with you. It shows he still likes you. If you didn't give a crap that you were gone, then that should send out bigger warning bells than the fact that he actually wants to hang out with you. Like that's a good thing. And so one of the ways, if you're wondering, like, how do I get him on board? How do we share this mutual vision is one, erase that competition. Don't make him feel like he's competing for your time. Give him time. When you're with him, be with him. Be with him. Literally, when you're, whatever you're doing, and this is where our platforms overlap a lot, Megan, I think, is I'm a believer that whatever you're doing, give it the best of you. When you are at your job, be there. They didn't hire half of you. They didn't hire part of you. They didn't hire a robot part. Like they want you. They want your creative energy. They want your drive. They want your passion. They want you. Your husband didn't marry half of you. He wants you. He doesn't want the leftovers after work. He doesn't want, like, he wants you. Your kids want you. And then here's what you're going to say is, but I only have so much of me. I'm spread so thin. I get that. But you're only spread thin because you're trying to do it all at one time. Instead of just getting super focused on one thing at a time. If you happen to be a stay-at-home mom and you're running a business from home and you're like, oh, isn't this great? I get to be home. But on one hand, you're half with your kids. You're half on your phone. You're half cooking breakfast. You're half doing laundry. You're half everywhere. And you're like, oh, this is great. I'm home with my kids. I'm like, you haven't connected with your kids once. Yep. Not once. 
Your kids would rather 30 minutes of eye-to-eye, heart-to-heart, belly-to-belly on the floor with them in their world. No distractions, no phones, nothing. Just you. They would rather 30 minutes of that than nine hours of half part of you distracted running around. And Your you husband feel a million times less exhausted if you can be in just one thing at a time. Oh, for sure. Yep. Yep. Like your husband would rather literally 15 minutes of you eye to eye, heart to heart, mind to mind, body to body, 15 minutes. And I promise he's good. Like then go do, go do whatever else you need to do. But don't, when he feels like he's in competition for your attention, that's when you're going to raise an issue. It's not what you're doing. It's that what you're doing is competing with time with him. And that's what he's going to get jealous to protect. And that should be something that you honor together and protect together. I love that. And one of the shifts that I made, which you and I have talked about, which I think has been really helpful is, you know, if you are, particularly if you're in a, in a direct sales organization, but if you are building a business that requires some evening work, I used to do a little bit every single night. Now, instead it's two nights. I commit to two nights a week to my business and then the other nights, no go. And then I can communicate that proactively with my husband to say, hey, this week I've got the, and sometimes it's some weeks I manage where it's only one night, but ahead of time I can set that expectation. This is a night I'm, I'm focusing on my business so that then when the nights I'm not actually don't work, like just don't and just be. And that has definitely been a help for us. And then, you know, the biggest struggle I know for me, but again, I think it boils down to the communication is there are times when you're building a business where maybe you're in a, like right now I'm in a launch week. So I've just launched a program. It's pretty intense week and it is requiring a lot of one-on-one phone calls. So I am working more than two nights over the course of this week, but I've explained it. I've laid out the game plan with him. He knows why. He sees my passion and excitement. He still doesn't fully understand what I do, and that's okay too. But this week is an exception. And then what we're doing is dangling a date night at the end of it. Of Once we get through this, then it's all in, and we're going to make up for lost time for the last week. Yeah. You know, when people are frustrated, we don't experience frustration. We don't experience joy in a vacuum. Those things happen relative to our expectations. And so it becomes super important that your expectations are really, really clear. And so if you can lay out expectations with your spouse to do exactly like you're talking about, hey, this week, I'm going to get caught up. It's going to be this. But over here, this is when we're going to make up for it. This is when date night is. Listen, you're going to have no issue. The issue comes when maybe he was expecting an evening together, but, oh, you didn't communicate that you planned on working, right? And so it's only because you had different expectations that you're going to have any issues. But if you plan this out ahead of time and you're super clear about it, I promise you, you're going to run a lot more smoothly. Hey there, if you are feeling overwhelmed, like your calendar is out of control, like you are just running against a race that will never end in terms of your to-do list, I have great news for you. 
I have just done a complete update on my app. Yes, I have an app in both the App Store and Google Play called The Pink Bee, and it is chock full of small but incredibly powerful trainings to help you get out of overwhelm. It includes my signature Ditch the Overwhelm training, an introduction to my time management framework. It can help get you started on weekly planning, helps you understand the four levels of planning, gives you access to my epic One Notebook Challenge, and some tips and tricks on how to get your phone organized. And all of that is available for you right inside the Pink Bee app. So open up either your app store or Google Play, do a search on the Pink Bee, all one word, download the app. And then to unlock all of that training, it's only $4.99 US. I will see you inside the app. Yeah, for sure. And I know you've seen it with a lot of people you've worked with. I lived it. I did this for so long. Rather than just communicate with my husband and tell him what I'm doing and why I'm doing it, I found like I was sneaking it. So like he would get it, go to the bathroom and I'd grab my phone and try and catch up and then quickly put it away before he came back because I knew it was a, a source of contention. But then I started trying to hide it and sneak in work time. And that just, it was just layer after layer of bad, bad juju that was being built up until finally we just said it's got to change. And it sounds so simple to say, lay out the expectations and communicate it. But I see it over and over again that people aren't making that joint effort to do that together with their spouse. Well, sure. And I think I can tell you exactly why is because people have no idea what their week is going to look like ahead of time. They have no vision for where they're going. They're literally scrambling to do whatever's in front of them right now because they don't do your number one thing to sit down on Sunday and to plan their week. So they're going to be in Wednesday afternoon when they realize, oh, holy crap, there's this thing Wednesday night. And then of course the those expectations weren't laid out because they hadn't even planned ahead themselves to have a plan to communicate. I'm going to pay you later for throwing that little nugget in there for my weekly planning. Well played. <laughs> but it's so true. If you had the plan, then you can have the communication and lay the expectation. It's, you know, so much of it literally starts with just having a vision. Just having a vision and knowing your direction and knowing where you go, then you can set a plan on how to get there, overcome the obstacles. This does not need to be hard, but the reason life seems so hard to so many people is they do not know where they're going. We get, what do we get that question all the time? What is my purpose? What am I supposed to do? And we end up drifting and floating through life without any intention to decide where we want to go and then set a course to go get there. So if you are you, to just drifting and floating and whatever's in front of you gets your attention, yeah, don't be surprised if it seems impossible to lay out expectations, impossible to lay out a plan, impossible to communicate effectively with people. It is impossible until you get direction and set a plan. I love that. And you know what? I want you to take this chance to talk about your Compass program because that's exactly what is, I think, a great place for people that are struggling with that vision I think it's a great place for them to start. So tell us a little bit about that. Yeah. So our Compass is a free online course that we offer for business owners and it's designed for business owners. We really have two platforms right now. We have Power Partners Coaching, which is our business coaching platform. And then we have the Focus Initiative, which started as our podcast, but it's really turning into a movement beyond that where, where we're really empowering lives 
in a lot of the same principles that we apply to business, we're just backing and saying, wait, this is not just business. This is about life. And so we're backing and doing a lot of that through the focus initiative. But over on our Power Partners coaching end, we have a course called Compass. It's a free mini course. You can literally, if you go to our homepage, powerpartnerscoaching.com, there's this scroll down. And of course, we're going to be like, you know, you can sign up to get this thing free. And of course, you could pay us for this thing. We've got a whole page of just free stuff. There's like a link. If you just want the free stuff, just click, just come here. And it's the list of all the free stuff that we do. And our compass course is one. Again, it's designed for business owners, but it really helps you like module one. You're just going to take a look at your trajectory and where you're going. You know, you can't determine where you want to go until you're honest about where you are. And so it lays it out. Okay, here's where I'm headed. This is my trajectory. Then you decide where you want to go. And then you lay out a plan to get there. Like literally, we've got a GPS tool, which is goals, priorities, and strategies. That is a one-page business plan. You can go through this course. You can laminate that, hang that on your wall, and you've got a plan for your next year as literally as far as what the goal is, what the priorities are to focus on, and then strategically, how are you like tactically going to carry out those priorities. And it is amazing how many business owners do not have that level of clarity when it comes to their businesses. Yeah. Or even, you know, even if you're not a business owner, just your life, like where you just drifting aimlessly or do you have somewhere you want to be? Yeah. Yeah. And that, and so, so even when you mentioned compass, like that's what we're doing with business owners, but we're going to reformat that and put it out through the focus initiative. So it can literally just be for humans that might not own businesses just so they can get some clarity in where they're going with their life as well. Yeah. And it falls so closely. I just finished five-day challenge goal to grow that a bunch of you guys listening probably went through very similar approach. And what I love is I think you have to start with the why. So we went with the why, then the what, then the how, then the detailed plan, and now we're going to go execute. And so it gives you that whole vision the exact same way Compass does, which is just awesome. So yeah, thank you for sharing that. And Jim, thank you for being here today because I think it's great to hear that perspective from both a spouse and an entrepreneur. You guys have so much going on right now. It's exciting to watch. What is the best place for everybody to follow you, get inspired, have those amazeballs conversations. <laughs> I'm on all the socials, right? I created Meet Jim Larson. And so that's a website. It's my Instagram handle. It's my professional Facebook one, but I don't use that one. I don't like it. Um, <laughs> I like my personal one way better. If you just search Jim Larson, you just have to spell my last name right. It's L-A-R-S-E-N, which is really hard for people to remember. Look at my in- name. What's no that? one's look at my name. No one's rocking that right out of the gate. So <laughs> it's hard. Honestly, if people want to know where my heart is right now, go to my podcast. That thing, that the focus initiative with me and Jamie, that is my heart, my passion. Like that literally started because creatively, I just needed an outlet to like preach and just share with the world that they've got purpose and how to find that purpose and how to be intentional to live their lives. And then it just spread. So if you want to know like, all right, the best way to get like my content, just go there, man. We are lighting it on fire and having a lot of fun 
with it. You guys are still publishing on Wednesdays, right? Every Wednesday, new episode. No, I get that. That's my Wednesday morning church right there. So I love it. And I am going to ask you my closing question, which you don't know what it is yet since this is such a new show. And you may not know this about me, but I have a oh so slight shoe addiction. I don't think it's a problem. The rest of my family does. So... (laughs) So I am asking you, and I'll be interested to hear this from a male perspective. What is your favorite pair of shoes? At all? Like, doesn't matter what I'm doing? Doesn't matter what you're doing. What's your absolute faves that make you feel fabulous from a guy's perspective? And if you all are listening and not watching, the look on Jim's face right now is priceless. The wheels are turning so hard. I don't know that I've ever had a fabulous feeling from a pair of shoes. So I don't even know, like, but I don't know that I represent all guys either. I've got guy friends that rock shoes and they're really intentional about it. Yeah, I'm like camo Crocs, like... (laughs) That's fantastic. That's the best. Do they slip on easy? This is for me, it's everyone I, thing, right? I have to always move to the next thing. So I can't get bogged down with deciding what shoes to wear or bogged down with having to shoehorn them on or tie them. So as a three, I am obligated to get to the next thing as quickly as possible, which means I better be able to slip those puppies on and roll. <laughs> All right, guys, you all heard it here first. Jim's favorite shoes are his camo Crocs. So I think that's awesome. Thank you so much for being here today, Jim. It's been awesome as always. And I already look forward to our next conversation. Yeah, Megan, I always look forward to all of our conversations. It was an honor to be here. Thanks again for thinking of me and inviting me. Always. All right, everyone. We'll see you next week. Getting on top of all things time management, organization, and productivity doesn't have to stop just because this episode is over. You can follow me on Facebook and Instagram at Megan Sumrall, or just open any browser and go to megansumrall.com. If spelling my name is a complete pain, just go to theworkliferharmony.com and grab my free time management cheat sheet. If you like this podcast, don't forget to subscribe, rate, review, and share it.